Hi there, and a very warm welcome to Season 4, Episode 14 of People Soup. It's Ross McIntosh here. P-Supers, this is the second part of my chat with Dr. Duncan Gillard and Dr. Nick Hooper. The dream here isn't just that this has a long-term positive bump in children's well-being. The dream here is that this has long-term, lasting effects because it's such a long intervention, 250 hours of psychological flexibility, kind of exposure, if you like, over seven years. The dream here is that this carries and supports people right the way through into their adulthood. And they tell us more about Connect PSHE, a complete well-being curriculum for primary school children that's been five years in the making. People Soup is an award-winning podcast where we share evidence-based behavioural science in a way that's practical, accessible and fun to nourish your mind to flourish at work. You can hear about the spark that started the journey, how Connect PSHE developed and evolved through collaboration and exploration over five years, and the comprehensive support for teachers in delivering this evidence-based curriculum. Let's take a quick scoot over to the news desk. Reviews are in for part one of my chat with Duncan and HoopDog. Sarah Sivers on Twitter said, I felt the joy listening to the wonderful Duncan and Nick on People Soup Pod. And that's exactly what we're trying to transmit on the People Soup Podcast, the joy. So thank you so much for that, Sarah. And I hope I didn't mess up your surname. And on Facebook, Helen McGillivray said, Love this podcast. Totally 100% get how CBS work doesn't always feel like work. The struggle is real. Looking forward to part two. Well, Helen, wait no further. And a sincere thank you to everyone who listened, commented and shared. I also have news of a competition. Me and my pal Annie Gascoigne have developed a flexibility at work program. And in the remaining modules we're covering, first of all in module three, organisational flexibility and pro-social. And in module four, we're looking at contextual behavioural science in relation to leadership. You can find out all about them at bookwen.com slash flexibility at work. And if you'd like to throw your festive hat in the ring, you can fill out a form via bookwen.com slash flexibility at work or in the show notes to this episode to have a chance of winning a free place on either module three or module four. And finally, P-Supers, there's lots of planning and plotting going on here at People Soup HQ and there'll be lots more news on that front next year. But for now, get a brew on and have a listen to part two of my chat with Duncan Gillard and Nick Hooper. So boys, together I wanted to talk to you about Connect PSHE. So I wonder for our listeners, if you wouldn't mind just describing what Connect PSHE is, please, to start us off. Okay, so Connect PSHE, in a nutshell, it's a psychological flexibility curriculum designed to be delivered to all children in the classroom by teachers with a small amount, but not a huge amount of training in ACT and something called the DNAV model, which is the ACT for Youth model from Louise Hayes and Joseph Chiroki, for those who aren't familiar with that. So proactively, preventatively, universally for every child in a school, not just for those who are particularly struggling in some way with their social skills, emotional well-being, mental health, or whatever. And the idea here is that we want to get this stuff right into the water supply of a school community from the ground up. So the curriculum is designed for children from four years of age, right the way up through 
to the end of what here in the UK we call primary phase of education. So sort of 11, 12 years of age. I can add to that. So Connect BSHE is a curriculum, as in lesson plans, that are to be delivered by teachers to their children over a seven-year period. And if you want to look at Connect as a psychological intervention, it is probably a 250-hour intervention that are delivered to children between four and 11 years old, designed to give them the skills and the psychological flexibility skills to be able to manage their thoughts and feelings in a functional way and still move towards the things that are important to them. And if I say so myself, it is something to be proud of. Having looked at feedback, devoured your website, it is really impressive and comprehensive. Blimey, there's lots of support for a teacher to deliver this. And can you just tell us what PSHE means as well, please? It means personal, social and health education. And it's um, something that here in the UK has been delivered in some form or another by the vast majority of schools for a number of years, but became statutory, as in a legal requirement for schools to deliver it in April of this year, so April 21. And I think the the narrative is moving a little bit, actually. People are still calling it PSHE. There is still a, a large charity called the PSHE Association here in the UK that advises the government on all matters PSHE related, but it's more of a shift toward in narrative kind of RSE relationships and sex education and that kind of stuff but interestingly when you look at the government guidance here mental health and well-being filters right the way through in terms of outcomes that are statutory requirements so we've built the curriculum to meet all of the statutory requirements here in the UK whilst at the same time being consistently informed by a psychological flexibility model and psychological flexibility processes yeah it's a well-being curriculum And so a lot of our members are currently from outside of the UK and they just see this as a well-being curriculum, a curriculum that will build particular well-being skills in their children. But it's a well-being curriculum that also meets all of the statutory requirements of a PSHE curriculum here in the UK. So it does both of those things at the same time. I just want to touch quickly on the magnitude and the breadth of what Connect is and maybe tell a story of of like how that started. So Duncan and I were in a school in Bristol and we were delivering a staff wellbeing training to the school. And it was after one such training that Duncan said, we need to get this into the water supply of the school. I said, well, what do you mean by that? So this was Duncan's vision originally. So what do you mean by that? He said, well, I think we need to create a curriculum. Should we do it? And The thing is about me is that I'm generally a yes person, especially when the requests come from people that I love. And so I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. I didn't know what a curriculum was really. And so I've been asked to do this, to be involved in this thing. I've said yes. And it took five years. It's taken five years of work to create this really comprehensive, massive resource that we think is going to be really positive in children's lives. Sometimes I do look at the work that I've done over the last five years and think if I was back in that moment again, and Duncan asked me that question again, what would I say? (laughs) (laughs) I've been been worked so hard on this for the last five years, but the answer would probably still be yes, because I I really think that Connect is is this meaningful thing. I just don't think I understood the magnitude of it. I don't think Duncan did either mind when we first thought, okay, let's go after it. You know, we had to use all of our psychological flexibility skills ourselves during the process to be able to continue with something that kept throwing up challenges after challenges after challenges. Duncan, I mean, what would you do now if you went back in time? Would you still ask the question? Oh, 100%. Yeah. You know, and it has been, it's been the hardest thing I've ever done. 
you know, did a doctoral degree. It wasn't as hard as doing Connect. Wrote a book, wasn't as hard as doing Connect. It's been by far the hardest and longest project I've ever worked on. But I don't think people do these things in isolation. This is the benefit of cooperation, isn't it? And why we've gotten so interested in Paul Atkins and David S. Wilson's pro-social recently is that great things happen when you collaborate with great people and you've got a shared sense of purpose around a particular project. And that's what this has been. One of the things I love so, so much about working with Nick and with our other kind of team members, if you like, Freddie Jackson Brown, Karina Grindle, Emily Goyen, Katie Parker, Russell. Um, thank, uh, thank you. Emily, Emily Searle as well. And, and, a, few, Searle. and a few others. Yeah, we are. Yes, people. I don't know if um, Ross, if you or if anybody in the audience has watched the film yesterday. Have you watched the film yesterday? Oh, it's, it's, no, like, it's, it's kind of it, like being in that film all the time. Is it a drum and bass guys. film? Mm. <laughs> that's the only thing that's missing from it uh. it has it has got a very very wonderful faith no more scene actually but not quite drum and bass so the film is yesterday and basically it's a film about a family of five three kids mum and dad and there's loads of tension going on between mum and dad and the three kids because mum and dad say no to everything because they're anxious about you know about their children as so many parents often are so you can't do that because it's dangerous you can't do that because this might happen you can't do that and so over time it's like you never let us do anything mum and dad and so what they decide to do they decide to have a yes day where they set like three parameters like you can't break the law you can't do anything that's going to clearly put you in danger and a couple of other things but they said other than that we're not allowed to say no all day. They have a yes day. And it ends up being like the most fun, the most adventure, like the most wonderful day for all of them. It also actually ends up in slight calamity as well. But what I want to say is working with these guys, working with Nick, Freddie, Karina and all the guys, it's like, and actually I'd say this about you as well, Ross, my impression of you. It's like being in a yes day. It's just like life's just filled with fun and adventure and joy and um, a sense of meaning and purpose and connection. And calamity. And so far, no, no. <laughs> so far, no calamities have happened yeah. and long may that continue. Not that I know of anyway. Brilliant. Thank you. Because why I wanted to get you on to talk about Connect is I think it's an amazing offer that you've created, you've co-created, and it's brilliant because I work with adults you know I work with adults and particularly teachers adults in working populations and when I'm revealing the skills from act to them and hopefully sharing them with them in a way that's accessible they say to me oh my kids need this and I I applaud that and this is what this offers and also the kids now will be in the workplaces in the future so if they have these skills at an earlier age We'll have people who are more skilled at being flexible and values driven in the future. So I think it's a win-win. And I'd like to, if I may, read out a couple of reviews of Connect, because I think these really bring it to life. This is from Catherine Weir, Emeritus Professor at the University of Southampton, co-author of Happy Teachers Change the World. And Catherine said, I found everything to like about the Connect curriculum. It is evidence-informed, positive, values-driven and a rich, detailed and a teacher-friendly resource that has been carefully crafted to fit in with the latest guidance. As someone who is particularly keen on mindfulness, but often experiences it as delivered as a bolt-on extra, I was particularly pleased to see how mindfulness skills and attitudes both gain specific attention and are also integrated into the wider well-being framework in ways that should make them feel live, embedded and relevant to both pupils and their teachers. And... I wanted to give one more review from a year four student who said, 
I am really using my advisor voice a lot now. I used to give up too easily, but now I'm much more positive. Boom. And there are many more reviews that you can see on the Connect page at connect-pshe.org. So I've given you a couple of reviews. So how did you go about crafting this enormous project? How, where the hell did you start? We started with psychological flexibility. So we just knew that that needed to be the threads that was running through the lesson plans. And specifically, we wondered whether teachers would be across year groups without a coherent program would be sending mixed messages about what to do with unwanted thoughts and feelings. And so we wanted there to be consistent messages from four years old to 11 years old about what happens when you get unwanted thoughts and feelings and what to do with them. And so we started with psychological flexibility. We then move from psychological flexibility to DNAV because I knew of the work of Louise Hayes and Joe Cherokee and I, I trusted them in terms of them knowing what they're doing. And so I mentioned DNAV to Duncan and Duncan then looked into it and said, yes, we need to build our curriculum around DNAV. And so now we've got this question of, okay, how do we embed DNAV into a curriculum? Well, the next thing we need to know is, okay, curriculums that are out there, they have themes across terms. So there are six themes across uh, a school year. There are six terms across a school year, and each of them would have needed a theme. And so we had to decide on those themes, and it took us ages to get to the six ways to well-being. And in fact, that only happened as a result of the fact that I was working with an ex-student of mine, and Joe Shiroki, a, a student who's now called Dr. Gitanjali Barsakod, who had done her PhD on the six ways to well-being. And at the time, I was also writing my other book and trying to think about how those six ways of well-being could actually be a great framework for the student book that I was writing. And then I thought, hang on, there's six ways to well-being. These are the, the well-being behaviors of psychologically healthy people. And there are six terms in a school year. Like we could make our curriculum about training children to do the six most psychologically healthy behaviors. Are there any better term names than the six ways to well-being? We are teaching them how to achieve optimum well-being in the world, and we're giving them psychological flexibility as a way to help them manage the unwanted thoughts and feelings that, that pop up along the way. And so we essentially have six terms, six themes for each of those terms. Within each theme, they will get a number of discoverer lessons, a number of noticer lessons, a number of advisor lessons, a number of values lessons, and some other lessons as well. It was a really organic process. We started off in one place, and we probably ended up somewhere that we didn't know we were going to end up, but I'm really happy with where, with where it's ended up. It feels powerful. Duncan, I'm not sure if there's anything else that you wanted to add to that. I think you've said it perfectly, Nick, actually. And I think perhaps just to kind of clarify what that results in is over 250 lesson plans, every single one of them having PowerPoint presentations to go along with them for the teachers to kind of speak to, each one of them having kind of some kind of handout, subsidiary resources and things like that. And I think for me, a little bit circling back to what you were saying earlier, Ross, like the dream here isn't just that this has a long-term positive bump in children's well-being. The dream here is that this has long-term lasting effects because it's such a long intervention, 250 hours of psychological flexibility, kind of exposure, if you like, over seven years. The dream here is that this carries and supports people right the way through into their adulthood. So we've got 
four PhD students starting with us later this year, two at Bangor University under the supervision and stewardship of Professor Carl Hughes and Dr. Amy Hudson-Jones, and another one starting at Warwickshire University. So four PhD students, and we have a five-year research journey mapped out. The dream is that we get, not unlike things like the Good Behaviour Game and things like that, is we get not just data that shows impact after months and after a year or two years or three years, but we collect data longitudinally, longitudinally such that we've got, and again, we'll have to build up to this. This is why we've got a five-year research journey starting with early feasibility studies. But the end game is we want longitudinal studies, longitudinal controlled studies that show hopefully impact a couple of decades down the line, that kind of thing. I love what you're describing, that research is is getting underway. And also that because of the duration of the program and the chance for repetition and behavioral rehearsal, that there's a chance not just for activation of skills, but installation of skills for these young people. And that's so important. And I imagine myself in 20 years time in my bath chair, going into a workplace to deliver an intervention. And some of those children who've been trained under Connect PSHE being in the room and them going, I know this stuff. I've got a thirst for this stuff. Let's learn more about it or let's just refresh it or get a different perspective on it. Beautiful stuff what you're doing, boys. Absolutely hats off to you. That's it, folks. Part two in the bag. Always leave them wanting more. And on that theme, the hot news is that the Connect program has evolved. Get yourself over to connect-ed.world because Duncan and Nick and a group of extraordinary pioneers have launched a whole-school approach to well-being. As the landing page says, we imagine a future in which schools enable their communities, children, staff and parents to explore and connect with personal values and to develop the psychological skills to live their best lives. This is an incredible development. Congratulations to the team. I'm so proud and humbled to be involved. So go and check it out and spread the word connect-ed.world and I'm sure the team will be back on the mic very soon to tell us more about it. If you like this episode of the podcast, could I invite you to share it with one other person? I'm really keen to spread the behavioural science and skills with more people. Of course, a subscription, follow, rating or review are also very much appreciated. The show notes are at rossmackintosh.co.uk and this includes links to a few different platforms. I love to hear from you and you can get in touch at peoplesoup.pod at gmail.com. On Twitter, we are at peoplesouppod. On the Instagram, at people.soup. And on Facebook, we are at peoplesouppod. Thanks to Andy Glenn for his spoon magic and Alex Engelberg for his vocals. Most of all, dear listener, thanks to you. Look after yourselves, peace soupers, and bye for now. Okay, mate. Okay, Thanks mate. so Love much for the you. opportunity, Ross. Take care. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye now.